Today podcast world, this is Soccer the Great. Oh, you see what this guy's saying? With my brother, Dr. Pedro V. What's up, Pedro man? Hey, what's up, everyone? How's it going? And we have a couple of uh, special guests. And um, the first special guest that we have with, with us today is uh, my brother. He uh, had me in a few of his podcasts before. Paul, the man of, you know, Dream Big podcast. <laughs> he's American too. And he's actually, he's, he's full American, my brother. What's up, Paul? What up, what up, what up, what up? Thank you, thank you. All right, man. Cool. And uh, he, has his, he brought his little crew here with us. Devo, which I, I, I seen him before. So, Devo, man, you good? All right, man. He's an inspired rapper. Remember that you told me about him. So yeah, he's uh, we're gonna catch him in the future. I know that for sure. And Madison, how you doing, Madison? You good? How was school? How the story school? Yeah, no issues yet, or a few, few issues. <laughs> good. And we got the producer, the man with the master plan. Sometimes, Eric. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? You okay, man? Those hungry. Hot, those hot. Uh, I'm hungry. I'm intermittent that? fasting, and then I break my fast with uh, Doritos and, and hot what? Cheetos and a beer. Terrible. Hey, yeah. Never get healthy it's intermittent fasting that way. Fast has to come to an end. Right? <laughs> All right. Good, bro. Uh, hey, that was the sound of our guy that makes us sound good. The master of the mixes. Yeah, I gotta ah. good the Peruvian Mikasuki. Oh, I think it was the Inca warrior. Now <laughs> the Peruvian Mikasuki. Boris, what's going on, Boris, man? I'm good, I'm good. Welcome back, welcome back, bro. Welcome back. We, yeah, we welcome back, right Carter. Uh, <laughs> and for all of you out there, where we at, Pedro? Tell them where we at. Hey, it's Beer Fest Friday. How about that? <laughs> ah, thank God, bro, right? Yeah, how's that, Michi? Is it, that's a, how, good, right? First of all, this is a Pedro-owned uh, mixture of, 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 of Michelada kind of He's trying of to compete with my Michi coming up, man. Damn, uh, I don't bro. know, but it tastes good, though. <laughs> Now that's close to hopefully my formula. Not, I'm not saying that you're we're competing or you're jacking it, but <laughs> it's simple. That's what I want in my formula that Jack I'm gonna come Michis. up with. Hey, <laughs> tell them about how they gotta make the, the michelada. I mean, go ahead. well, we we've done it here before. We've done it here before, La but those are you guys. The thing we did today was we used the funky Buddha vibe. Now you make the Dominican one. The Dominican one, oh, you gotta use presente. Ah, right, presente of the date. And, then, and a little hey. Yeah, yeah, at the end. Hey. A little sprinkle of hey. <laughs> And the rim has mangu? <laughs> no, my brother. <laughs> Wrong president, amigo. <laughs> but it's simple. So it's the lime, the, the... Lime, Valentina, or any kind of Mexican-style hot sauce. And what about and the... Then, uh, some, uh, people, some salt. That's it. Right. Some people put the salt around the, 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 the rim or yeah. the tip. Yep. And some people just put it in into the mixture. Sure. Well, what yep. is the difference between them? I mean, you know... I don't know, man. Whatever your preference is. I know. And if you want to deal with salt on the rim, like, you got to, like, you know, do the it, rim. That becomes the production. It. Yeah. It becomes. I mean, uh, because of the one that you have, uh, the, uh, what's the name of it? The gold. Gold Michi. Gold Michi. It has a around the rim. The, uh, right. That, but that's, like a, that's an on-the-go michelada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get it at a bar, it's going to be a little bit more, you know. On-the-go. No, it's going to be just a little bit more sophisticated. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I don't mean, you know, we always, we always learn something, my brother. Right. No, we always learn something. I think I think Miami needs to pick up where, like, Texas and California is with the go through the drive through. Like, let's say, like, wow. Pollo Tropical, right? They have the little Michi cups, and then all you got to do is pour the beer in. Kind of like what you got going on. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to bring to Miami. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's why I feel like there's a void here. For sure. Because people aren't on that. You know, like, I feel like the the Cuban community, which is, like, the foundational Latin community here, they're not into spicy stuff. Yeah. So nothing that involves spice is, like, really big in Miami. Yeah. But I feel like that's changing because... Miami's changing. It's demographic. It's a melting pot of all kinds of people. People are eating more ceviche. The, the yeah. yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, exactly. Ceviche has yeah, become yeah, popular. Yeah. And Peruvians have a lot of spicy stuff. So I just think that yeah. now's the time for michis to start getting... Because when I would go to a bar and I ask for michis, I'd be like, what? Right. But it's starting to change now. Like they're, It's starting to become a thing. Yeah, And they've gotten better too. Yeah. And does Michelada, I mean, in a sense, have to do with a warm weather type of vibe? Yeah, super refreshing. You know? I just got out of the gym, and that I like that first one just went down. It's so too cool. refreshing. Yeah, bro. Yeah. This is that, very refreshing. That's why I like it. You so could drink the a the million of doing, them, and then before bro. you know it, you had like 10 beers, and <laughs> yeah, you didn't, it didn't feel you like it. Drink the whole tank. <laughs> I know that. Like, I like drinking it with ice. Like I put a, a few, um, you know. The ice feels good that you said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I know that, my brother. <laughs> but it's actually really, uh, really refreshing, and and I, I guess it has to do with that Hispanic Latino, you know, warm weather vibe, kind of like you know being nest or, or close to the beach, and and you know, and just chilling, relaxing, and just you know, getting your groove on. But what's going on, man? What's going on? What's going on in the CrossFit world, man? I know you worked out today. I did not. I I had some some issues, but um, but I know you worked out. Was how is it coming back? Because I know this is like your your second kind of like second and a half week. My first two. week back. Right. My first body, full week back. Oh yeah, full week or the four day full week? Yeah, this this week. Okay. It's my first Monday through Thursday because I used we started my original CrossFit schedule was Monday through Thursday. Then I Friday I got whatever. cool and then I started doing Monday through Friday. But then I realized I'm I'm not gonna really be a CrossFit athlete, so I can scale back again. <laughs> you gave up, bro? You gave up? I kind of ah, did. Yeah, man, that sucks. So now I'm back to Monday, Monday through Thursday, and this is my first full. Because I used to say uh, Thursday's my Friday on CrossFit. Yeah, okay, how you feeling? I don't feel too bad, but it's been a lot of incomplete stuff this week for me in in wad wise. That you felt like you you were lacking and. It's a uh, finishing. Or... Paul, can you open the door? Sorry. Um, if oh the door's open, so it just felt like uh well no it's been a, a multiple things it's been having now kids in the picture and having to leave the, the the gym on time because of that you know and then on top of that and then yeah and then some of the was just were overwhelming like the, the amount of reps that were being asked to to be done yeah I was like ah, maybe yeah. the weather combined. It was Whether, like, like and then, in there today. And then I, and we, we've, and, and I think I cut you off because you were still asking him his schedule. But, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. But one of the things that me and you talked about a little bit and that I feel that needs to be addressed in CrossFit is the whole post-COVID, um, yep. like, like how it affects the body. And what's crazy is we spoke about this, and last night on CNN, there's a group called Survivors, and it's 100,000 people in the group, and it's all revolving around... Post COVID, like if people had COVID symptoms, mm. because people have been actually told, "Oh, you're you're crazy. It's mental. Don't there's you're out of you're. It's not true. It's not real. What you're feeling. There's no other symptoms. You're done. You got it over." And people are like, "No, I'm feeling something afterwards. There's something lingering." And even that dude, Chris Cuomo on CNN, right? He had it. He had been feeling stuff afterwards. So I had already stepped to our coach at at our gym, and I said, "Look, you should." Consider this moving forward because you guys might be expecting your athletes or your clients, better said, 
to perform the same way they were performing before they had COVID. Yeah. If you didn't even know, if you know or you don't know, you should find out if they had it because you might have to address things a little bit differently and watch them, you know, and make sure you, you adjust uh, wads and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, especially if it's something that's new, yeah. like COVID, that you wouldn't, haven't really necessarily been dealing with as a society, but then just normally with an injury, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, we could improve on that already in, in CrossFit generally. So if someone's coming back from, let's say, like a sprained ankle, yeah, go for it. A sprained ankle, it's a little more like, okay, people have gone through it. They know kind of what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like there's if, something new that if a coach doesn't knows. see oh, sorry, guys. it or it's not <laughs> obvious or if they're not limping, it's kind of like nothing's wrong with you. You should go hardcore. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then this is something that you can't see. So it falls under that category. Like the lady on the on the news, she looked perfectly normal. And she was just saying, yeah, you, we look normal. But it's, it sounds like an excuse to people when you say you have some kind of a symptom or something. Or yeah. it sounds like you're crazy. And I was even telling Ivan, don't take my word for it because I'm the, the lazy guy in CrossFit that doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. But Socrates has been complaining about similar things. If I'm, yeah, it's, you know, you're right. You're right. So, you know, and, and, and he's not the lazy guy that no, complains no, no. about CrossFit shit. You know? No, and I told you that um, breathing issues. Yeah, no one like running and all that stuff. And breathing still, issues. Because yeah. <laughs> he's had breathing issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need help with that too. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> no, but actually, the whole idea of kind of like endurance that I had before, uh, being able to kind of like do certain things, now I feel that I'm dragging or that uh, when I actually take like a big uh, you know, breath in and all that, that. It's limited. I don't know, and I, 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 I can't explain it. But I, like you know your body, and you know when your body's acting okay or not. I don't know. I, I know for a fact that there's something wrong with with the whole whole idea of intaking the air in and keeping it in your lungs and then out and all that stuff. I know it's something wrong. Yeah. I know it's, it's not. I'm not the same. I, I honestly can say that I'm not the same. And you that's know. for you that you've been doing CrossFit for a long time. Exactly. And you know your body. You know how you have all of them. when to push. You know when to kind of hold back. Correct. Um, it's particularly dangerous, I would say, someone that's just started CrossFit that is just kind of like following with their coaches. And if you're, as far as a coach or, or your own mentality is go, go, go at all costs. Right. That's when it, you know, it's kind of dangerous. I would, I would just with any other injury. And Paul. One especially that we don't I know what's too. going on. I mean, our boy Paul's here, Dream Big. Dream, I was gonna say dream big sports, <laughs> but that's basically what it is. It's, it's drink chance sports, dream big hip hop. Yeah, he he had COVID as well. Have you been doing any kind of physical stuff after? Physical stuff as far as like exercising or just anything? Yeah, I've been I trying. Mean, to... I don't want you to tell us about your sex life. So yeah. <laughs> well, I, when, when I when I play tickle with my girl, that's something that's personal. <laughs> but but yeah yeah yeah. Um, They've been, I've been instructed by, I guess it's like an overall global thing. You just got to stay busy. You got to keep active. Your heart got to keep um, pumping. So I do take my morning walks. I, I do more stretching than I ever did before. And the only reason I can't do more all right, all right. is because I'm, I'm, I'm in, I have a different, I have a toothache type situation. So I can't do much strenuous shit because then my teeth hurt. But yeah, being active and drinking more liquid, stay with the vitamins. Stay I wonder if COVID affected your, your mouth, bro. Seriously, I, I don't, I'm not saying that's a joke. No, no, no. And it brought out. I don't think so. Because what they say overall, COVID is like a, a serious flu. 
or a different, a different strand of flu. So, you know, you get the fever, you get the body aches, you get the muscle aches. Oh, bro, but they're saying it's affecting the heart, respiratory. affecting the lungs. Well, I don't know if it affects teeth. If it is, I'm, 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 I need to find out. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, staying active, staying with the vitamins, staying with the, with, with just keeping busy. You can't just stay still. Overall, when they said you were sick, you weren't supposed to like sleep laying down, because then it spreads on your, your, really? your respiratory system. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. So, so a lot, a lot, a lot of people were saying that if you sleep laying down, then obviously since it's hitting the lungs, it spreads quicker. I never heard of that. But that's why they, they, I was I, I was instructed. Where did you hear this, bro? The Columbia Newswire? <laughs> nah, not really. But um, I was told to sit up, and then just like regular flu, like when you have phlegm, cough it mm-hmm. out, and and. The first two, three days that I slept sitting up, I had more phlegm than I did the rest of the time. So I did good by releasing it. But, it, I mean, it's hard to sleep fucking sitting up, too. Oh, but man. it's a pain in the ass. It helped me. You. It helped me get through it. I was only... I had a fever for three days. I had the symptoms for four. And then after the symptoms and the fever, then I had the no smell, no taste. And that lasted four days. So overall, I had it for like eight days. But then I was quarantined for 27 Cause I had to wait, and you got to wait that process. But I felt good after the week. Gotcha. Um, right. We also have our my homie Garcia here. Woo! Congratulations yeah. to him. He won a VMA. He brought the VMA. Thanks. The movement. Yeah. 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 Um, I just got it, so I'm, I'm walking. I'm holding it like really careful. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to the VMA later. But did you have COVID? No, thank God. All right. What do you? Uh, well, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, but I, I I'm pretty quarantined. You have something else? Do you want to herp, <laughs> herpes, gonorrhea? <laughs> Everything else tested positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I stayed pretty quarantined through most of it, but like unless I'm working, you know, and then then I go out. But aside from right. that, like I so because I travel a lot, I fly a lot, you know, and uh, that's how Charlie got it traveling. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was the first one in the in the crew that I knew that that caught it. But he got it on a plane, do you think? Or did he get it from a hotel? I mean, he doesn't know. He traveled and he came back. He, he got, got it. in Tennessee. And then he gave it to, to Rich, mm. which sounds weird, but they're roommates. <laughs> which <laughs> sounds <laughs> even weirder. Have you ever tested? <laughs> no. So, but, I mean, it may be that you were just... You could have had it. Here's a, here's a weird thing. Like, in January, I flew back from L.A. Uh, and I remember the day because it was the day Kobe died. So the day Kobe died, I was on a flight. Gotcha. And that same day, they had talked about a stewardess that it came from Korea back and forth to LAX. Mm-hmm. Like 15 times, and wow. that she had tested positive for coronavirus, and it was already starting to get the news in January that there was a possible pandemic out in the world, whatever. And I remember seeing the headline when I came back from LA that day. Mm-hmm. The next day, I woke up sick as a dog. I had a fever, and I was like fucked up sick for like a week. But I didn't know if it was coronavirus at the right. time. Right. Nobody even saw that coming. Excuse yeah. me. Nobody saw that coming. But um, after that, I haven't gotten sick. My daughter's been tested. My wife has been tested. My mom's been tested. I've been around them all the time. So I assume I don't yeah, have it because, right. you know, so. Right. But I was sick that first been, week. So, I so you have had. Ebola is what, what you're saying. <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> and the L.A. trip you're talking about is a direct result of this baby that gave, you gave birth no, to? No, no. Actually, this baby was during the quarantine time. Oh, wasn't the trip you were just talking about, the L.A. trip? No, I, I was no. saying that I went to L.A. in January. Oh, And when I okay. came back, that's when they said the coronavirus had started hitting the country. Okay. And it was going to L.A. from China. There was a stewardess that kept flying back and forth. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then I was sick as a dog that week. But I don't know if it was because... It, it's crazy because... Um, so two... A couple that comes here... Yeah, grab it from here, not from the foot. From the, the All right. Screen. Is it heavy? Yeah, it's heavy. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, 
Um, it's not late. <laughs> you haven't got the engraved yet, right? No, 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 no. I could have got it engraved, but I would have had to wait three months, and I'm impatient, so I said I'll <laughs> send it over now. All good. I'll do it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, what the fuck? Oh, I was going to say that you said that you got sick. I felt like we, I thought we all had COVID because we have a couple that comes here that are part of Beer Fest Friday's crew, and they were sick, and it turns out that they had COVID wow. early in the year. Before COVID was a thing, exactly. but it ended up that they had it because they tested for the antibodies and they had the antibodies. Oh, they had it, yeah. Yeah, they had them. They gave it to their mother-in-laws and all that, but they didn't know they had COVID because yeah. COVID wasn't COVID yet. Um, and we all, well, I got sick. Didn't you get sick around that time? Yeah, kind of like around the same time. So I don't know, man. I don't know what's happening with this, and I don't know if you can get it again. They say you can. They say you can. They say you got a, a window of like three months. That's three months. After the after you have it, like once you clear up, you have like a three month window where you're kind of like. Yeah. Um, they say from of infection date. Ovens uh, and infections? From when you get sick, you have a three-month uh, window of immunity. Right. You, don't, you don't get sick, you don't get no symptoms. But then after that, they're saying you should get tested again because you could be, <clears throat> you could get it but not get sick. So. Well, and what is, right. what's your, um, obviously this is a beer and uh, fitness podcast, even podcast. though it may not look like it on this side of the table. Um, but. Well, this side. <laughs> but what's your fitness uh, routine? Well, during coronavirus... If you have one. Yeah, no, I do. Uh, during coronavirus, my gym's obviously closed, so I couldn't go to the gym. And then I got into Peloton. So I got... It. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... That Isn't was, that like a clothing style? No, lifestyle? I just met pink scarves and... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I downloaded the app the app, the app has more than just a cycling thing. It has personalized like dumbbell workouts and home workouts and meditation and oh Peloton. Yeah, Peloton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, now you got it. No. And then I got an indoor I got an indoor cycling bike as well to use with the app, so I didn't have to buy like a twenty five hundred dollar bike. I just got like a decent cycling bike for my house. Okay, so it's more it's so, the app. That so, yeah, so you can I can pay for the app and then you can twelve ninety nine a month, but you get to all the Peloton classes that the bike offers. Okay. So you don't really do much, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not necessarily true. I'm pretty freaking active. Um, I'm I'll, talking about fitness-wise. You you're know, active with that thing a lot? With Peloton? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah? yeah. Every day? Well, at least four to five times a week. Okay. Yeah. Because it's not just a bike. Even when I travel, I can do I can do bodyweight workouts. I can do... It's everything's in style. I'm, just, I'm making fun of myself, because left to my own devices, I'm not doing crap. Yeah. So. No, I'm pretty I'm pretty active. So, so it's like calisthenics and all kinds of stuff that you calisthenics, need weight and all Calisthenics, you can do dumbbells as well if you have dumbbells at the house, resistance bands, uh, the cycling app also. They also have outdoor running, uh, like guided runs. So if you're running, mm -hmm. it'll, it'll give you guided runs. And um, I don't want to sit there and give them the whole like plug on this thing. But, no, like, I mean, if, if that's what you use and that works for you. No, but right. it, it works for me. It keeps me active. I can set it. I can do it whenever I want. It doesn't give me an excuse. Now that the gym's reopened, I'm doing Peloton maybe three times a week and hitting my gym twice because it's in my neighborhood. They reopened it again. So now I'm getting back into lifting weights a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I try to do something physical at least three to five times a week. But what about when you were younger? When you were Jesus younger? Christ in nineteen seventy eight? What happened to you? I've always been active. I mean, I was doing little league football. Did they give you tummy time? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So and, yeah, I, I played football <laughs> since I was four, and uh, and we were running the street from ninety four. Everything doesn't have to be a hip hop job. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he was a, a professional hacky sack guy. <laughs> no, in my in my teenage years, actually, because of Wu Tang, I got really into martial arts. So I was doing martial so arts in my teenage years, and then I was working out. Then I got into boxing. Then I just did boxing for a long time. So I've always had some kind of like activity. Right, that's what I was so. getting. That. Yeah, yeah. that that is something to use something normal to continue to work out and yeah, be yeah. part of your life. Just to keep my body moving, you know. Because like at the end of the day, it's like a lot of what I do 
doesn't require any physical energy. It's just thought, execution, creativity, sitting down. So, but I find myself, it's weird. It's not to sound emotional, but like I, sometimes I find myself getting almost like depressed if I take a week or two off of working out. Like I feel down on myself. So like working out actually keeps my endorphins going that I feel good and I feel like I did something. I don't work out to like try to be ripped or a bodybuilder or look good. I just work out because it makes me feel good mentally, honestly. And it keeps me focused. I sleep better at night. All that. Yeah. And what about health wise? Uh, do you see the, the different like when you go, let's say for a physical year? That oh yeah, there was a point where I, I didn't work out for about six months, uh-huh. and dude, everything was different, you know. And then I went back, and my, my blood pressure went back to normal like immediately after like two weeks. I went back to the doctor again. Right. Blood pressure went back to normal. All my levels were straight. My lungs sounded better. Everything sounded better. It was it was weird. So have you been keeping it like you know at that level? Yeah yeah after that, yeah yeah. yeah. It's just what I, I notice, like, even when I don't work out, like, I don't even sleep the same. Yeah. Wow. My sleep pattern's off. So it's part of your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, Absolutely. like, the best thing about, like, I tell people that you have to make working out, exercising part of your life. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's two ways of working out. And this is what I tell people. I tell people, look, there's two, two ways you can work out. One, that you take it up on yourself and you go to the gym or you have, let's say, now nowadays app, apps that you can just, you know, work out and cause stuff. Mm-hmm. Or... Then you go to the doctor, and the doctor tells you, hey, man, you got to work out, or you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. this, this thing happened. So you either do it by yourself and start soon and, and, you know, slowly or whatever. Or you have a doctor telling you, man, you work out. If you don't work out, this is going to happen to you. Yeah. But I don't, I, like, what I don't try to do is make anything um, overboard. You know, so it's like I'm not trying to work out. And then follow like a, a, a routine like, you know, and all ca- that. count my macros and, and all that. Like no, no just, you did do that at one point. Yeah, le- you were on. you were the guy at one point that would have a twelve pack, then a no pack, then yeah. a twelve pack, then yeah, a no pack. Yeah. So you yeah. had to have been counting something but in I that. I was like had a girlfriend, didn't have a girlfriend, <laughs> didn't have a girlfriend. So like of course, yo, because this dude would do like change. I'm like, bro, it's like like an actor, uh, you know, changing <laughs> for a role. For a role. <laughs> oh, when did this guy get the six pack? Now, now man? the pianist to Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, who now is this dude? my dad bod <laughs> so. and that's the thing too when life changes some way mm-hmm. it's like you know you could be on board and then the next day the next time you just jump off and it's yeah. like it's hard to get back what on me man yeah. what yeah. happened to you Paul go ahead Paul I had a great physique and then I got kids <laughs> yo I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna say he had a great physique but Paul was pretty you know he was a pretty physically fit dude and and Something happened. happened. <laughs> and then I thought yeah. having dinner. No, you know what else? He's he's a cook and he's a chef. So we munch all day, right? I think he chefed himself into into his <laughs> hey. his new body. <laughs> hey, I, I, I have a joke when everybody's talking about you know we have been talking about weight and body and what do you do as a chef and how do you do it and I always say hey you can't trust a skinny chef. <laughs> it's true they're not tasting the food. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's true. Right, right. That's true. Yeah. But have you have you do you work out now, Paul? Or yeah, uh, work out as in a full routine. Mentally, no. he mentally. <laughs> I'm just saying, do you do something active? Work? Yes, yes. We, I, uh, I play ball with them. I go out. I do my running. I do. I do less running now because my teeth are fucked up. So while I why does that I, affect your legs? It doesn't, but it, <laughs> but it affects my head when my teeth hurt, and then nothing wants to work in my got fucking it, got body. It. <laughs> So I got a whole, I got a procedure coming. So he doesn't work out, guys. <laughs> As of the last four months, no. Yeah, my my main thing is just trying to stay active, do something active every day. I don't, I don't want to be fifty years old and not be able to do something cool. In my no, at fifty, that's it. Right. Yeah. 
I'm 42, bro. It's only downhill from here if I don't maintain some kind of activity. Yeah. So at least 30 minutes a day. The way we get to now, I don't know about you, E, is like I do meditation every now and then, too. I want to, but I don't have but the I do, time or the I, space for that's it. That's 10 minutes a day, though, but I do like guided meditation. 10 minutes? That's 10 minutes? I need to do something with... I have... Remember, I, the thing is, I have two little kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mine's 12. That's easier. Yeah, for I have two little kids. It puts me in a whole He's different space. For a couple more. I'm not... Right now... For a couple uh, years. <laughs> I'm meditating right now. This is you meditation. Guys, you guys ever try that? No, I've tried. I've tried. Oh, Socrates does to, something else. There's kids here. He <laughs> this is how he meditates. <laughs> I, have, I have a My Strength app that helps me. Whoa, that sounds <laughs> even worse. <laughs> I'll stick with Peloton. <laughs> I, I but it's called My Strength, and it, it, it helps you, guide you on, on meditation. Like, little, like, like Calm? Minutes. Like that app Calm? Yeah, like five minutes at a time. Yeah, yeah. It, it so it's like Headspace. So I think, I think Calm owns Headspace now. I think the, the minute that you need an app to help you meditate, that's where you're not meditating anymore. Well, that's I what just, I think. You have to be instructed. You got to learn. No, no, no. I just think that the minute the technology is helping you meditate, say, hold on meditation. I never tried it. I don't know if I... Go outside and experience nature. I Even like, after a workout, right? Like after you work out, if you're stretching on your own, it's different if we're stretching like as a, like as a CrossFit gym or whatever. But if you're stretching on your own, like you you know try to clear your mind, you feel the stretch, that type of thing. And it's about 10 minutes. Yeah. And it does feel good. Like yeah. You, you then then I've done that. You feel clear at the end. Mm -hmm. feel a little better. And then like, okay, let's go to the next thing. And I count my Mississippis by myself. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's good at burpees. <laughs> burpees? What the? Yeah. yeah. What does that have to do with Mississippis? That is a lie. <laughs> I don't know. Lies, lies, a lie. Dominicans. I'll never understand Man, Dominicans. Lies, because you're lying, bro. Sorry, guys. You lied They're to yourself. <laughs> you lied to yourself, but it's okay. Um, we're we're going to get to the moon, man, okay, but before but... we get with our box really quick. Go ahead. Um, so our box, they were going to come, but I don't know if they're coming or not. They're moving. Our yeah. box is moving. Right. They're changing their name. Do you think they listened to our last podcast? Doubtful, because it came out today. And took, <laughs> took, our, took our critique, and they're, like, implementing some of our critiques. So what I want to do for sure, I... I've you want to apologize? Because you were a dick? No, no, no. I don't know. It was our box. So... Revival. Revival. Formerly Jim, Brink. Jim. So I read their email, and then their email said, you know, hey, give us some comments and stuff. But I've stayed off social media for, like, for the last, I don't know, month or so. I, I think that's when that came out. Right. Uh, and... You know, I didn't provide them feedback. Like I was telling you, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to write an email, send them some feedback, talk to them, whatever. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an opportunity to do so. So if we have thoughts, we of course could. And, and I know you have. I don't know. Well, we let, it, we well, let, we we let loose on the, last, on, the last, on the episode that came out. Right. It, I, I think what I mean is, like, I'll do it through their format. You know right. what I'm saying? Not just on the podcast, I guess. But, yeah, I, I think they're doing certain things. Um, I think they want to go in the direction of kind of you, like open gym style, maybe. Um, for me, I just think it's, it'll be good for them to find their identity. And if that's the direction they want to go in, hey, that's, that's fine. Um, I think they just need to realize as a business what people they're, they're going to attract going forward. Who are they so, catering to? Exactly. Yep. Well, to right me, now they're catering to the police. No. To me, it's more. I mean, I that's think, what it feels like. It feels like, right? And a lot of cops. What? There's, and there's I think I'm okay with that because it just depends. At a certain point, if I want to go, if if I'm happy where I'm at, or if I want some coaching, some actual coaching. You know what I'm saying? Because it's more like we're here, we're open. If you need some help, you could ask me, but I'm not going to actively approach you and be like, "Hey, Pedro, I think you should do this or maybe that or whatever." 
But I think it, it, it's more on us. The onus is on us to be like, hey, I need help with this. Um, and they're just kind of like hanging back and chilling and waiting for you to, you know, as opposed to being proactive themselves, right. which is okay. And as long as I know that, then I know, you know, the, what the expectations are going for. And, I, and I'm joking. They're not, I don't think they're catering to the police. It just no. happens to be that one of the former owners became a cop and then oh, it's, so he's got all his yeah, and he's he was a former owner coach, and now they're all in there. Oh, but I think that um, I don't think they're catering to the cops. It's just it's just when I go, the time that I go, they're all there. So wait, when we on. go, so yeah, you, your box like it, it doesn't have like a wad of a day with an instructor. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 it just it's just they're like doing their own thing. The cops. Yeah. Oh. With with the former owner, the okay. ex, you know that he's yeah. still like down with everybody. He's still a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it just feels like it's just police heavy. <laughs> like there's like five he squad wore, cars there when I go like I, I get nervous bro he works out with the cops yeah it's weird I mean to me I think as, as long as they are able to have an open mind and open like the gym or the cops yeah, which one are you talking the about owner, the owners as long as the owners oh, no. uh, have an open mind and they are and if they implement for real our ideas or or our point of view, then you know I'm I'm down. But are you guys instructors, sir? No, no, no. We just clients. <laughs> <laughs> I look fit, right? Right. Hey, hey, thanks, <laughs> But uh, no, you know, um, as long as they are open mind and they take our ideas into consideration, oh, that then funny? I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Bart, what's, what's up, bro? That, what's up, bro? I look like, a, like a trainer. I look like a trainer, though. Look at this shirt. No, but as long as they open, it's fine. So. Ivan's like his son? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done CrossFit ever? Yeah, 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 yeah. You did? Yeah, for like a year. For like a year. We talked about this ever? I was doing CrossFit before you were. Where were you doing it at? In Doral. It was actually called CrossFit Doral. Oh, oh, so yeah. George, our boy goes there. One of our homies. Yeah, CEO George. It was like, I want to say six years ago, though, like, like when CrossFit was oh, like Bitcoin. That he, he loves that place right now. Yeah, that place is huge. Yeah, it was a big place, yeah. It was dope. Yeah, it was cool. I had a great time, but it was expensive. Damn, so if you did it before me, you did it like seven years ago, eight years yeah, ago? That was a long time. My daughter was like four or five, so she's 12 now, so yeah. Yeah, I've been doing this shit forever. I don't like to say it, but... Eddie, actually, Eddie Angel had signed up with me. For I that. remember that, dude. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you guys started. No, I think it was around the same time. I think we all started around the same time. Yeah, was it? I think so, because I think I remember Eddie Angel doing it. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe you guys started like maybe months before me. Yeah. Might have been the thing. Because yeah. I think I was like, this fucking guy can do it. <laughs> Eddie, actually, you're right. It was Eddie Angel where you're like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah I think I think that's what the motivation I had. Yeah. Was it, I, was, I mean, not dissing him, but being like, yo, we're like, why, like, I'm not not like minded, like bodied, you know. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, let me try this out. Because you move then, faster than Eddie. Eddie's kind of a slower guy. Does he smoke? Weed? Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that's why, bro. That's, I mean, what was your like, like, like your experiences that you remember from CrossFit oh, yeah, yeah. that you liked? Oh, that I liked. Good, yeah. Good. I mean, I just used to like walking out of there. Try this one. With I, well, the yeah, thing I liked nice. about CrossFit was that every day the workout would change. It wasn't right. repetition. That's what I like about that's, it. That's what I liked yeah. it. You know, so it's like whether I hated the burpees, couldn't stand them, and I felt like burpees was in every freaking day. <laughs> burpees is the worst. I hate yeah. burpees. Number one hated um, but exercise. Overall, it was cool. I mean, I, I definitely was probably as for my thirties, the best shape I was in was when I was in CrossFit for sure. Yeah. Was, for sure, I was CrossFit. No, no question. But at the time, it was like 150 bucks a month, dude. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know what it costs now. 
Uh, it's around the same price. Depends the gym. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, there's gyms that are under cheers. under hundred. Yeah. Oh, cheers, yeah. bro. Thank you. Um, and there's some that are. Well, know, there's a lot, man. Over, over, like that price or over. Yeah, yeah. I think it just comes down to. Oh, you like now I could afford it. Yeah. But now it's like my schedule's psychotic. So like, do, do I have the time? Because that's the one thing I liked about working out of my house and then using the weights in my neighborhood. Yeah. It's like, I work from home. And for me to leave my house sometimes, go to a gym, work out, come back, and then I have my daughter 50% custody, and I'm driving her to and from school, and she's homeschooling, and I was, it's just it's a lot. So if I could just dedicate 45 minutes to myself that I know I could just throw on a pair of shorts and go to my living room, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. You know? okay. yeah. So right now you're in a different situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you tailor that, it'll... There's a higher percentage that you actually get it done. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, people are like, oh, I go to the gym for an hour. It's like, yeah, but you still got to get there. You still got to get back. You still got to get shot. Right. Bro, I can work out being a ton of sweat and take a business call right after. Yeah. And nobody nobody sees me or smells me, so it's great. Yeah. You know? So. Right. Like, George would come from, like, his area. From Doral. Come over here, and then now you're, like, decreasing the, you know, he may not make it at times because anything happens in your schedule. It's off, yeah. 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 I mean, that's why uh, Doral works for him. And that's the other thing. I used to live in Doral at the time. Now I live in Fountain Blue Boulevard. So, like, it's way, way. farther. Not yeah. psychotically farther, but far enough that I'm not trying to do it. Well, our gym is moving right behind here. Yeah. So, it's so going to be better for you? step out of the office and go to the gym. I used to run when it was Brink. I used yep. to run from my office. My office is a little further over there. Just run. Well, there's no point of... Now you're going to be able to do it again. Did yeah. Boris stick with it? Did you stick with it, Boris? Obviously not. Not obviously, <laughs> but... Dang. That obvious is not the word I meant. Like the quarantine... It's unfortunate because he was actually... I felt he was doing good in the sense that yeah, he was he going. Was. He was sweating. I felt like he was getting healthier. And I just think it sucks that he doesn't have the drive to go back. I'm going to go back. I was going to ask soon. you. Yeah. Coming Give soon. me some time. He's on the movie trailer. You'll, you'll see me again <laughs> with you right there, bro. Well, you said it here. It's being recorded, so. Okay, yeah. I'm glad with that. I feel like with, 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 uh, it's just like anything in life. I, if you go into it, like the way I look at fitness, no if you boy. go into it trying to walk out of there, whatever your body weight goals are, your, your images, I think you might be looking at it wrong. I think half the battle is just showing up. That's yeah. all it is, yeah. man. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, to, you don't have to be you, number you one in the class. Change your no. goals of what it is yeah. because when I was going early on, I was like, I just want to get through it. And then when I got better at it, I'm like, oh, now I want to kind of like be a CrossFitter. Yeah. Then I had kids and, you had, and you really high started socks. doing drink champs. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the high socks. I kept that one. But uh, <laughs> but then I had kids and then I started doing drink champs. And now it's like, man, this is good for stress. But I feel for you it's even better because you – I mean, because of your, your job, you have to drink a lot. Like it's, it's a weird job requirement, but you drink a lot. No, no. Whatever I can I don't do to... say you're an alcoholic. I no, mean, no, no, no. I mean... Podcast about drinking. I mean, look, I would say... I would I would argue that I, in, a, in that sense, I'm a like a, a professional alcoholic. alcoholic. Yeah, like, it's not cool. It's not cool. No. Like, I don't... Like, Drink Champs... I mean, if we're going to get into a Drink Champs convo, I didn't foresee it lasting four years. You know, like, I feel like it, Drink Champs going on further is like... Normalizing alcoholism, if that makes any weird sense. And that makes perfect. That makes perfect sense. I yeah totally agree. Like yeah, like that's like, why lately when we've been having guests on the show and now we're we're getting super off topic, but when we have guests <clears throat> on the show that don't drink, I celebrate that. Like I'm like they're like oh they feel like really weird and shy and like embarrassed. I'm like no 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 they want to hide that they're not drinking. No let's highlight that you're not drinking because I think it's fucking super dope. 
that a person is coming here sober mm-hmm. and not drinking amongst people that a show that's all drinking. Right. We need that example. Yeah. I don't want to be the guy that per- perpetuates fucking alcoholism. You know. I think back to I guess the point. Not to I, I think you don't want to talk about drink shots, but like the way um, my point was for what you do for a living. Exercise is really beneficial to you. Of course, man. I think I need all those chemicals in my body Flushed to out. balance out what I'm dealing with, what I'm doing, putting in my body. Yeah. So, and then, like I said, the stress part of it, because <laughs> there's a lot of stress now, even with kids, even more stress. And the stress relief, the endorphins that are released after a wad, like you came today and you were shaking after the wad. Like that shaking is all your endorphins, all these chemicals being put into your body that are like stress relievers, yeah. because that's that's stress being pumped out of your body. You shaking. That's, that's what, what I. Is? Yeah. That's what I believe. I, I mean, <laughs> as a layman, Doctor Eric, as a shaman, E here. I mean, but would it, doesn't that make sense that if your body's shaking after a workout, that's the shake of like it's all coming out of you, like that energy, or is the that pent up negative energy, or it's just, or it's just a shock your muscles are going yeah, through. Oh, you're about to pass out and shit. You're gonna pass out a second or two, and then just... no, I, I yes. I would say it's it's, it's both of those things. Right. Because yes, I mean it, it definitely has that chemical impact brain that it, that, that feel good kind of like endorphin rush that when you're done like you're you know what i'm saying it's addictive yeah like that's what makes me want to keep going to the gym yeah, for sure. that endorphin like fat boy rush fitness. yeah fat boy fitness bro as long as i get in there get my sweat in and i'm good man I'm, I'm happy but hopefully when the kids get a little older i can go back and try to be a crossfitter again no 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 i'm talking about i'm back in crossfit i'm just not trying to be a crossfitter what, I don't understand the difference. The difference was that... No, 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 no. He was going to compete. There was a time where I was trying to do everything really good and lift more weights and, and fucking jump box jump everything and fucking toes to bar and pull-ups. I don't do nothing that I don't feel like I want to do anymore. Got it. I just want to sweat because it all hurts me. It all bothers me. It all sucks. So I'm like, I'm not going to try this. It might hurt me and this. It might hurt me and that. Might. Fuck all that shit, bro. I'm just going to move. For that hour, like, yeah. you know. So like, you're not even following the water structure? No, bro, I am, but I modify it like he's a motherfucker. Oh, uh, he's modifying? Yeah, yeah. I always, I, so, I came up with a famous saying. What is it? Don't try and modify? No, no, no. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. So CrossFit, the thing, and one of the coaches said this the other day, when we were kind of like, we were kind of an older class, I would say, right? Not like a whole. Yeah, like, yeah. we're we're the AARP class. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hey, you know, coach, um, it's relative to where you're at at the moment. It could right. be different from yesterday to yeah. today. I think people forget that that word relative. Like CrossFit is constantly varied functional movements performed at a relatively high um, volume. Uh, no. Intensity. Intensity. Right. right. So the, the relative part it gets dropped out. So it's just performed at high intensity and then everybody's just like high intensity go go all the time right. nah I, t- last week could be different than this week and that kind of touches on what we were talking about before with covid a month right you know into it i'm different than when i was two months ago so if you're looking at the app and it's like you know i deadlifted 300 pounds last week right or last month it's relative to now so i can't be like oh i'm disappointed because i your the coach is pushing you because you didn't do that thing. Right. It's relative to this moment. <laughs> right. So I, you, I think that app is that. stupid, man. Because what up? The, the, we have an app that yeah. it, it has like graphs all your like all your performances. Like stock, but CrossFit? Yeah, your performances. Like and it tells you like and then they're oh, always waterfall? Yeah, but like and you're lifting that it's always telling you like to so you lift more and more every time. But it's like right. bro, when does it end? 
Like when? What up, mama? Fucking and when it's fucking five thousand pounds? So when do you beat the video game? Is what you're saying? Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> oh, today you're gonna you, you need to do five percent more, and then to, right. the next five. Bro, when the fuck does that end, bro? Because I'm not gonna fucking do five thousand pounds in two years. <laughs> like that shit is stupid to me, bro. Like some days you're gonna go below that, and some days you're gonna go above that. Like you said, it's all relative to how you feel, yeah. what you were doing, if you slept good the night before, exactly. and the, this is the thing with coaches. That's where I, I think good coaching comes in play. The coaches come in and they're just like, go, oh, come on, yeah, yeah, no, you fucking, juice, you're slacking. Juice, juice, juice. Yeah, you're slacking. And I'm like, relax, juice, buddy. Yeah. Relax, because your go-go today might injure me for no-no for, for the next three weeks. Right. And that's the bad part of coaching, yeah. you know? And then the flip side of that is I think some coaches hear that and they're like, oh, well, these guys, they don't want to be told anything. They don't want to work out. So No, right. not, not that they don't want to work out, that they don't want to be told anything. They're just like kind of... I'll just be here, and I'll we're let being them, stubborn, and I'll let them do their thing. Right, right. I think it come. It has to be a little more individual. It's like, how do you feel today? Hey, Eric, how do you feel today? Right, you're good to go. Okay. Um, what's up, Socrates? Your elbow's still hurting. What's up? What's going on? And then the important thing too is yeah. maybe having that Thank same you. coach every day because if, if coaches are changing every day, nobody knows what's, what's going. going on right, right. So I, I agree in that part. I agree because um. I think they should kind of not not survey. <laughs> hey, you see your warrior. He's here. Um, I think we can provide a little more feedback too, because I think sometimes the coaches kind of hang back. But if you say, "Hey, you know, coach, like for real," but like the thing is, we fuck around a lot. And we that's what I'm about to say. We play too much. Yeah. So we then it's just kind of like, "Hello, ah. what's going on, man?" Hello. So I'm gonna just be playing a lot. Brother, how you doing, This is this is patient one that we were talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. Him and his wife, patient one. <laughs> Man, you guys make your CrossFit coaches sound like Cobra Kai in the eighties and shit. Like, yeah, no, nah, they are pretty. They could be. They can be. They, yeah, they're they're good to go. I think it's just the the communication, right? I Jenny think. goes in on me. Yeah, she be getting mad at me. Right, but like, it, and that's the thing. The, you guys are funny because she Mercy gives it for to the you, week. It's like, and then like you give it back. But to she her. has the confianza. That's the of difference. Course. She has right. the confianza with us. We go back before she's a coach. Right. right so right. I'm sure she's not gonna do that to like the next person. That's not like they don't have that confianza. Mm-hmm. Right. She goes harder. Huh? She probably goes Sorry. harder than the other person. She's probably nicer to you. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't think she'll she's, do. She'll she's, do that. So I think they. She's think equal she to all of us. She's maybe equal like to all of us. Like, I think she thinks. What the hell? You know, like, Eric's like set in his ways. Time to go home. You know, she'll look at me and be like, "Pedro's doing his own thing," or what? I don't know. But but I told you that Ray coached the other day. Did you, were you in that? I was Ray telling coached. him. Nice. So Ray filled in for them and raised the cop that I told you he became a cop and he was the original owner of Brink. And then um, now he's a cop, but he filled in the other day and coached. And that's when I, when he was a coach, is when I was like really into it, you know. So I, I was telling him, man, I felt like like such a failure in his eyes. Like he was coaching, and I'm like, he's like telling the why, like, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna do that though. I'm gonna do this, <laughs> and I'm not gonna do that way. I'm gonna do this way. And then he's just like, and I and then, and then I, said, <laughs> and then I wanted to change something else, and I just looked at him. He goes. Just tell me, bro. I don't care, man. I'm like, and I'm like, I'm gonna do this. I'm like a little child. And I just felt like, like I just come, like you know, like if you had a karate teacher yeah. and you made it to black belt, and all of a sudden you're acting like a yellow belt. Like yeah. that's how I felt with the dude. Like he probably like, oh my god, <laughs> fucking five years down the drain with this guy, bro. <laughs> And I don't think it obviously wasn't it wasn't that. I think it you know if it was a continued conversation right from day to day, right. it'd be like oh I know you're going through this because you brought it up before I've I've asked you and it really just comes down to that communication. Well, he remembered my wrist because I I fucked up my wrist in brink days. Yeah. And then I was like no no I can't do that because 
That's <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 I remember that, man. I remember that. <laughs> 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 and that's really what it's about as far as coaching goes. It's like having that continuity and knowing the individual, knowing the athlete. and Yeah, that's the most, I think that's I the think most important thing. sometimes it's kind of a little more laid back where it's like, ah, these old fuckers, they know what they're doing or they're, you know. Right. Where, you know. And if you want more than that, I think, like, let's say for me, I could easily go up to a, a, one of the coaches and be like, hey, can you watch this? I'm having trouble with this. Or maybe, hey, can, you know what I'm saying? And then they would be keeping that in mind and not just maybe just, I don't want to say babysitting, but like the clock person. You know what I'm right. saying? They'd be just doing the clock and then like just watching, make sure nobody kills themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's real. So yeah. it, it's a little give and take. Um, I think we've been there long enough where we could be like, hey, yo. I'm going to go back to, the, to what Eric says. It's not, not that serious. serious. <laughs> so so before we get out of here, because we're going to cut this one a little shorter today than normal, we do, and we're talking about competition. And now we go our homie there. right here, our yeah. brother, man, my brother Garcia, he brought the moon back, the moon back, the moon yeah. man back home. It's, ah! it, well, I think politically correct term now from what I saw in the awards. That's a moon person? person? Yeah, it's a moon person. Person. Whatever, bro. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, to me it's a moon man. It's based off Neil Armstrong. It could be a moon <laughs> man. It could be a moon woman. It could be a moon whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I've officially named them after Old Dirty Bastard. So Why? I don't know. I thought I got a cool name. Let me see. I didn't pick it up. Pick it up from the under his armpits. Under his armpits? Yeah. Why? It might break the other way? Well, because it's... Oh, he's a little loose yeah, there, bro. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Chevy. I got to check him out. Yeah, you got to... Gotta he's heavy as shit, though. Yeah. Fix his leg. Let me try the, the move. shoulder, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clean it. Clean it. Uh, uh. He's pretty heavy, though. It's like 21. Yeah, yeah. Is it broken? Like 10, no, I don't think it's broken. I think it's, it's like just, a screw thing it's under there? a screw thing that when it came in the shipping, it just... I don't know. Super dope, man. Yeah, Congratulations on this, man. This is a dream that all, all of us, our age group, you know, within years, yeah. would always wish to have a fucking moon, man. MTV was the biggest thing in the world to us, so congratulations on this, man. You brought Congrats. it back Thanks, home. Bro. It's the first place he's been. Crazy Hood office. Yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Moon, and it's the first time a moon man's been amongst Crazy Hoods. There you go. And yeah. these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, bro, before. And, these and, guys and, and, the, and the BFFers. The BFFers. So how... <laughs> um, what was the vision um, when you were doing that, that video? What do you mean the vision? The, the, the video That's and all stuff. I feel like this is a different podcast that you're, yeah, you're well, segueing. We gotta ask him. We gotta ask him. You know, first, what was the, uh, the uh, what do they call it? The, uh, the not the vision. The like treatment? The, no, the, uh, the, the different. Concept? Yeah. Have you seen the video? I, I actually saw the uh, the artist. Let me show you. He jerked off to the yeah. video. <laughs> Come on, uh, The artist. He's, he calls it a wad. <laughs> <laughs> he did it for time. Uh, and well, he ended way before the video ended. He told me you want it. I actually, he posted a picture of it, yeah. and I'm looking at now oh, my, my my boy wanted, or yeah. and I'm looking at the artist. I'm like, I didn't know he knew that guy. That guy was like a, a yeah. They're going in on Machine Gun Kelly like, with his outfit, bro. Exactly, he's like a a rocker type of like you know metal mm-hmm. head back in our days. This no, he's a rap, he's originally a rapper, really. Yeah. Right, and I'm like, <laughs> is that's your friend? And then you know, the, the guy who actually directed the video, when I says my friend. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it was kind of like, like I was at a loss, yeah. to be honest with you. I'm kind well, of at a loss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't understand the question. So you want to know what the video was about? <laughs> like, tell me about it. I, I, I just don't understand the question. I'm just saying I don't know. No, no, no. He doesn't understand the question. <laughs> no, no. First, I want to know like the, um, 
He wants to know what you have for breakfast, bro. <laughs> no, no. First, I didn't know the the the, uh, the, the artist, the singer. I didn't know. Yeah, machine. I, tell you the exactly. So is that when, a question? No, no. Hold on. Huh? When he said my friend won it, and I'm looking at the guy there on the picture, I was that was in between machine. between him working out. Yeah, and yeah, and no, his friend was. I'm like, what the hell is your friend? And then he explained it to me at the. Uh, he explained it to me. You guys dropped the moon man? No. He explained it to me at the box that you directed the video for him. So, tell me something about it. Like, the artist first and then the video. So, Machine Gun Kelly's a rap star, rock star, actor. So, he's been in a bunch of movies as well. His new movie he's out right now is that new Jamie Foxx movie, Power Punch. Power? Power. What's it called? Power? Project Power. Power yeah. James Fox is in that movie. He was who? Oh, yeah, he was the, the fire guy? Uh-huh. He was the fire guy? He was the fire guy. The fire guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's him. The fire guy. Yeah, okay, guys. Yeah, he's also in Bird Box. He's, he's in a bunch of stuff. King of Staten Island, all these new movies coming out. And, um, and you know, he's a rock star also. And uh, at the time, he needed a video for a song called Bloody Valentine. I came up with the concept of his girlfriend taking over the video. Um, up and doing all the, guys. all the, doing all the, the he's throwing me off, doing, <laughs> doing all the, doing, yeah, doing all the lyrics until she ends up killing him. So she's kind of like torturing him the whole video, oh, and okay. uh, he ended up getting Megan Fox to do the role. Yeah, you killed the video, bro. And uh, yeah, video did really well. Nah, the video came out dope. Man. It's yeah. like 35, 40 million hits already. How, how you came up with the with the but idea? The vision like, was good. How did I come what, up with what, it? Yeah, like how what like led you to the idea? Um. Just, it was a fart, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, I, I've been doing music videos for a long time. So I just listen to the music. I break down the lyrics. I try to study the artist. When you do a music video, it's kind of like doing a commercial. You're not selling a product or you're selling the artist. So And you're an artist, oh, too. I okay. think that that angle of you being an artist yourself, yeah. doing your own videos as well, I think that that gives you an edge. Yeah, but in this, in, yes, but in this, in this world right now, there's like 4,000 directors doing music videos now. So you really got to come with a little different of an angle every time and be hyper creative all the time. And that's really the hardest part of my job. Like people think being creative, like uh, being creative on demand is easy. And it's, it's, it's definitely not. It's super hard. You know, so I'll have sometimes record labels will call me and be like, we need this concept tomorrow. You'll get the record in five hours, and it's eleven o'clock. Are you the only person that conceptualizes for these videos, or do you consult with somebody? No, no, I, I do all my all own. All by yourself. Yeah, but I compete against other directors, so I'm no, not the no, only yeah, person. Yeah. Writing, no, that so. I know, but I'm just yeah. saying for the specific treatment that you create. Yeah, that's all. Do you ever consult with anybody? Does anybody ever give you input? Uh, sometimes the artist might have a, a general idea of what they want, um, and then you just gotta give the best spin you, off of whatever. They're exactly. Asking yeah. For. So they might say, "I want to do." This is generic as hell, but they might want to do something. I want to do something in a mansion with a car. Right. I just got to come up with a way to freak the mansion in the car. Yeah. Like, it's never been freaked. Like, Socrates not, comes not, in not, there. Right. <laughs> not, not to put you off, Garcia, but do, when they offer you that idea, do they offer it to different directors, too? Yeah. yeah so, he just said that. So, I'm not, what I'm saying is, like, it's like a, like a beating war kind of thing? Yeah, like, it is. It is. For the project. It's a creative like, war in that sense. Yeah. And and is, is it budgetary as well? Like, yeah. is it your you? Because yeah. you don't know what the other. It's like a you don't know what their budget is. No, they, 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 the budget the, for the video is the budget for the video. Like, oh, so they give you the budget and you have to create around the budget. Correct. Yeah. Always. It's like building Always. a freaking road kind of thing. You right? you probably sometimes come in over, but and they they either. Are you it. always trying to come in under just to get the gig? No, not anymore. No, I don't care. No. Well, I mean, that was the original way to get the gig yeah, a little easier. Yeah, a little, a little but, bit. But when you have a name and you say, well, look. This is your budget, but this is what I want to do, and there's going to be a little bit over budget because you already have a name and they trust you. You might get the gig yeah, exactly. because of the yeah. concept. Yeah, or you could tell them, look, though, they give you 
fictitious number. They give you a hundred thousand dollars for a video. Right. Cool. We budgeted it out. That you love the concept. It's one hundred fifteen grand. And that's fifteen grand over. I can't afford that. Okay, cool. Let's cut a scene. You know, let's take one scene out so we don't have to pay for this car, this mansion, whatever, to bring the number down. Oh, we don't want to cut anything. Okay, cool. Then the number's one hundred fifteen. And then you go back and forth. And then depending on how much they want the idea, they'll, they'll just pay for it, or you just have to readjust. Have you ever done a video that with, with you might? <laughs> oh. well, I don't know about that, bro. Hey, uh, have you ever done a video? <laughs> have you ever done a video that you feel strongly about? And like, you know what? If, even though I'm not gonna make that much, I'm just gonna do it. Like for that artistic of idea, he or all the time. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. Sometimes, like, there's a term, like, with directors. It's either for the meal or it's for the real. You know, so it's like you're doing this one for the check or you're doing this one because you really feel strong feel about right, it. Right. Yeah. So sometimes I'll take hits on my rate. Like, oh, it's 115K. We, we only have 100. Cool. My rate is whatever it is. Maybe I'll pitch in out of my rate to get one scene done for the artist because I just really feel strongly that the video about, needs okay. that one thing. You know? Happens all the time. Can you name one by, by any chance if you can what that I've done one that I really yeah artistic that you feel like strongly about you 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 not you didn't care about the money and uh, you just want the uh... bad baby bestie uh, with Kodak Black I made her like a serial favorite movie. Socrates song ever. yeah I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll check it out sure. definitely yeah yeah I'm sure you will <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I'm I'm trying to think I, mean, I don't know you put me on the spot it's a couple that That's I felt funny. really strongly about the artist um shit actually Machine Gun Kelly Bloody Valentine I mean I made money on it but like right. I would I didn't make my full rate. You know, but I, but I made money on it. But I just really want to do the video. I mean, Socrates, have you ever made Mangu and the Platanos weren't there yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. This thing's good, bro. <laughs> I mean, good. I look, good. Good. The way I look at it, man, is like, I don't look at anything as like, I'm taking a hit on my rate. I'm looking at like I'm investing a piece of my rate. Because right, the better the video is, it's like, okay, cool, I might lose $2,000 on this job, but this job might make me $25,000. It's a marketing exchange. It's a, it's a branding. It's a promo exchange. Yeah. yeah. But I've worked, I mean, I've worked with some really, really big artists that, that I really, really admire, and some artists that are they're just cool. Let's get this done. You know? But now I'm at a point where I get to pick and choose my projects a little bit more. So I have a lot of solicitations on my So do you look into the artist itself or the content of the video that you're going to produce? Or do you gonna you gonna do? I, I look at just a couple of various factors. Because if I said, and I'm sorry, como como si el, eh, if the freaking artist is like un como mierda, you're like, coño, trabaja con ese chamaco, coño. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to work with him, but I like the whole idea of that the video or the content or, or you know is good. No, not really. I mean, I don't judge artists. I mean, I, I've been an artist my whole life, so I don't judge anybody by what they do. And and if you start, oh, how they act towards you or anything like that, like you know, nobody disrespects me. Okay. So it's like, you know, I carry myself in a way where it's like mutual respect. Got you. Yeah, I mean, but uh, you know, it has happened in, in all kinds of you know. In like uh, Toria. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I mean, look, in, in this business, if you allow yourself to get walked on, you're going to get walked on, and that you don't have to be a tough guy to not allow yourself to get walked on. Right. It's just a matter of just the way you approach it. I'm not, I understand. No, it's just they're human beings, just like you. So if you start acting like a groupie around them, they're going to treat you like a groupie. Right. You know, but if you act like yeah, Sucker's so gonna tear down the posters now from his ceiling. Yeah, if, if, if you act, but if I if I had to sit there and like look at an artist, I, I work with a lot of rappers, rock stars, mm -hmm. reggae artists, everything. If I start looking at their criminal records or their past history, I'd never work. Right. You know, if I look at how they treat their wives, that would never work. Uh -huh. You know, like I, it's just you can't sit there and judge the the music and judge the artist. It's do I want to do this record? Cool. Is there something creative I could do to this record? Cool. I'm not gauging it. Do I understand the record? Cool. 
Uh, but you can't let a bad song stop you from making a good video. That, that'd be like the worst thing you could ever do. You'd never work. You know. So you're gonna do Takashi Six Nine's next video? I'd work with Takashi Six Nine in a heartbeat. Be, and Bill Cosby's next comedy special? I wouldn't work with Bill because he's in prison. But, <laughs> but not, you know, from prison, like, bro. Six, that's big. Six Nine gets a lot of flack. I actually have two ideas for Six Nine right now, and I know his producer. So like, I, I've reached out to him twice, but right. he he has a certain. If you look at any Six Nine video, they almost look all identical. Well, you might have a chance to talk to him in person soon. Um, so we're going to end the podcast oh, right now, guys. No, no. I gotta, <laughs> it was getting interesting. We're gonna, we're now we're gonna, we're gonna, I got I to gotta get back to the crib. Everybody's invited to the house. Um, so we're ending it. Hey, Garcia, Peace. thank you very much. Bottom line, you know. Bottom line, bro, bro, thank you. One, hold on, bro, hold on. Thank you for bringing the moon, the moon man. Uh, thank you for, for being a good uh, producer and all that stuff. The moon man, my brother. Let's give an applause for Garcia for bringing the moon man. Good job. I learned a lot. You know, and then doing it for the love is the best thing. Now let's Do move everything for and let's get to the move. Hey! <laughs> Garcia's charging $5 for pictures with the movement. Let's go. That's why I make up all those punches.